0: Welcome to the Sunday Times Politics Weekly, where we talk about the week's big political stories. I'm Mike Siluma, and thank you for joining us. With immediate
1: effect.
2: When people zone. And I
1: quote In two years' time, Eskom's problems will be a thing of the
0: past. People won't even remember load shedding. Unquote.
2: They put saliva
0: on the paper. I'm in charge. That's why these fools
1: are running around. Here. I'm in charge. And what? then they share that zone. Order, point of order.
2: I've, order. I've, 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 point I've of order. The ruling party by right of order must step aside within 30 days. I'm not going to apologize. He has no brains whatsoever. So the ANC president was sabotaged again yesterday. Well, sabotage
0: that can be. This determined. is not a sheep.
1: Arms? Can you please come okay.
2: in?
0: This week, we're looking at the controversy surrounding our country's 50 million donation to the Republic of Cuba, which has now been interdicted by the courts. I guess for the conversation, are uh, Professor William Gumeja, who is Associate Professor at the School of Governance at West University, joined by uh, Rainer Duvenage, who is from the AFRI Forum. He's the campaign manager there as well as a uh, journalist Criselda uh, Kegana uh, welcome to all of you shall we start with you uh, Rainer the purpose of the court challenge what was it in 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 in, in you know briefly what did you want the what, what did you want the court to do
3: well we approached the court uh, our legal action consisted of two parts the first part is an immediate interdict uh, preventing the the government from donating these funds to cuba And the second part is a review application, which is um, aimed at overturning the decision to donate the funds to Cuba. So the the interdict was heard in the court uh, last uh, Thursday and uh, the court ruled that there would not be irreparable harm um, if uh, the funds were were to be held back, and that they may very well be irreparable harm to the citizens of this country if these much needed funds were uh, the funds were donated to to Cuba. So um, this is then on hold until um, until the review application. It's been interdicted until the the review application uh, is heard by the court um, at a later date okay all right uh, william i'd like for you to come in here.
0: I want us to broaden the conversation slightly uh, and to ask you to say, when you have country to country assistance you know whether whether in 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 kind or, or financially uh, what 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 usually are the considerations what, Why do countries do that um, Thank you,
1: Mike, and thank you for having me um, again on the show. I think, let me just briefly talk about foreign policy. Now, you know, all countries have foreign policy and now the foreign policy, one could actually divide into three, um, we have three pillars essentially to foreign policy. You know, the one of course is humanitarian help. Um, So a country can decide to support uh, another country um, in crisis or in a disaster. And and that is what we call humanitarian help. Um, Then there's a second part of foreign policy um, which really looks at um, peacekeeping. I mean, that's a, a modern form of help. Um, it's not humanitarian, but it's peacekeeping. For example, South Africa have quite a number of troops um, in African conflict um, areas that is to create peace and stability in other countries. And then there's there's a third element, most probably is a more conventional element of foreign policy. Um, and that is um, where we engage with other countries um, politically, economically, and diplomatically, and um, we do it for three about three core reasons. The One reason is um, what we want to do, we want to promote growth into our own country. So by engaging with another country in order to get growth into our country, and also to get development in our country, and also to get... Um, um to promote our democratic value, because you know our the country the identity as a country is um is democratic now in the context let's get specifically um to the Cuba um example, so that will fall into humanitarian um help um to another country um that is in crisis okay.
0: but is there an an obligation an, an international obligation on South Africa to assist Uh, Not just Cuba, but any other country, because often what I've seen is, you know, say for argument's sake, you know, you've got floods in Mozambique, you know, I see us sending our army in there to assist, you know, or sending, you know, South African medical personnel, you know, to another place, you know, where, where there has been a natural disaster or something like that. But is there an obligation on us to assist anybody else?
1: Uh, the oblig- there's no real international obligation, but there's a moral obligation if a country have the means um, to help others. And there's also, of course, the other obligation. If other countries have helped us, um, then there is also a moral obligation, you know, if we have the means to help others. That is why um, South Africa has helped in humanitarian um, problems in Say in Mozambique or in, in other African countries, the fact that we are, we have we have more resources than other African countries in the surrounding areas. But then sometimes also, you know, with humanitarian help is sometimes also important for to help other countries because there may be spillover. Let's say in Mozambique there's a disaster or a crisis. Um, if um, their crisis is not resolved. Um, it will spill over into South Africa because people will come to South Africa from Mozambique to seek help here, um, to you know to find means of livelihoods here. So sometimes humanitarian help, uh, particularly um, uh, close to our borders, is is actually also supporting
0: our own domestic peace and our own domestic development. Professor Kumeta, the, 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 the Cuban relationship. Let us let, round that 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 off first. The, what, what has been the obviously the historical connection played a role uh, in in the decision to to make the donation to Cuba. But cryptically, what has been that relationship between Cuba and South Africa?
1: Um, Yes, so if you look, you know, since 1994, our foreign relations and our humanitarian help uh, and so on um, often has been, uh, because the ANC has been in government, so the ANC is actually... uh, Links our foreign policy and our humanitarian help um, often to past struggle support and struggle credentials. Um, so, for example, Cuba was a very big supporter of the ANC. And the liberation movement. And again, now more recently, of course, you know, in the in the Russia's invasion, the Russia's wrong invasion into Ukraine, because the former um USSR, uh, the predecessor of Russia, um supported the ANC in the South African Communist Party. Um, the ANC um government has supported um Russia. So so often uh, you know, our support and again with Cuba has been specifically because Cuba have supported. Um, the ANC and the South African Communist Party during the struggle. So, you, you, you know, so is the ANC's own um, um rather give back um, to struggle um, s- um, supporters of the ANC. And then it's also why we've also seen, you know, the last couple of years, the ANC brought in medical doctors, of course, from Cuba and more recently engineers uh, from, from Cuba. And, uh, and of course, in both cases, really, um, I mean, we can criticize bringing in engineers from our side of uh, or uh, medical doctors from outside, because we have to build a capacity here um, in our, our own country.
0: Another person might say, you know, off the back of what uh, Professor Kumet has said, that uh, because of, uh, in this case, Cuba's role uh, in fighting, in supporting the struggle against apartheid, that, that there, is not, there is nothing uh, wrong with us returning the favour. As it were, by by uh, giving them assistance, you know, or whether it's humanitarian, financial, or other form of of assistance, what 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 would your attitude be to that?
3: Well, the our argument is that in the current socio economic uh, circumstances in this country, this donation cannot be justified in any way, shape, or form. Uh, we, I mean, we have. Uh, 35% unemployment in this country and just to answer uh, yeah william mentioned it's uh, we don't have any legal obligation He's correct we only have a, uh, we have a you said he, we we could possibly have a moral obligation but uh, i would argue we have a bigger moral obligation towards our own citizens and uh, people are suffering in this country 35% unemployment uh And interesting, it's very important to note that Cuba, uh, South Africa is higher on the global hunger index than Cuba. So hunger and uh, food insecurity is a bigger problem in this country than it is in Cuba. So uh, frankly, it's very, very insulting that the government would consider donating these much needed funds to another country when the people in this country are dying from hunger. Now, that's our first argument. So we argue that it's irrational and uh, therefore illegal uh, to donate these funds during this time. But uh, we also argue that the correct parliamentary process was not followed. So it's, uh, we have two arguments. The first one is that it's irrational and illegal. But the, the second argument is that the correct parliamentary process was not followed. So this donation was made in accordance, uh, what well, was planned in accordance with the African Renaissance Act. And the act stipulates that um, the, that uh, any donation higher or more than 100,000 rand must be approved by legislature, which should not occur in, the, in, occur in this case. And um, also, according to the Public Finance Management Act, uh, money may not be carried over for two years. This money is uh, allocated from a surplus carried over from 2020 to 2021. But since we're already in 2022, the funds had to be paid back to Treasury. So this uh, donation also contravenes the Public Finance Management Act. And uh, yeah, so I think that's why we have a very, very strong basis because it's uh, irrational and uh, outrageous, but it's also the, the correct parliamentary process was also not followed. So that's basically uh, our arguments. And uh, I've been we've been very, very... Um, Actually overwhelmed by the support we've been receiving from civil society, from our own members and from general members of the public to, um, to make an end to this outrageous donation.
0: In principle, what, what, what would uh, AfriForum's position be in terms of international solidarity and helping other countries?
3: We don't have an official. Uh, we don't have an official uh, view or statement on, on on donations. We got involved in this specific case, so I cannot uh, speak towards our our official uh, stance on, on 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 humanitarian aid. But uh, in this specific case, uh, due to the reasons I just outlined, uh, this uh, this donation is unlawful and it's uh, outrageous and irrational.
0: Okay, uh, Professor Comedi, the, the the I, I know Cruzelda is waiting, is itching to to join us. Uh... She she will be. I will ask her to join us just now. Uh, But I I just wanted to ask the, the, you know, the the question of. Uh, at what point it does, the, does a country be in a position to help another country? Does it mean that you, you have to be completely self-sufficient and have a surplus of whatever is needed, or do, do you still do, you know, do countries still provide assistance to other countries even if they are not, uh, say, in a surplus position or complete, completely self-sufficient? Um,
1: um, you know, a country doesn't need to be in a surplus position of a fully well resource. Um, um, to provide, um, assistance to, to, to other countries. Just think about it. Um, last year in Afghanistan, um, in withdrawal of Afghani, when the US uh, symbolically withdrew uh, from K- Afghanistan, countries like Pakistan in um, the surrounding areas, um, we were not very far. I mean, also miles in poverty. Uh, for example, did did help out uh, humanitarian, did provide humanitarian um, support. So it, it it really is just in terms of if there's a, a really major crisis in another country. Um, even if, uh, if the, the helping country doesn't have all of the resources, but whatever resources um, they can muster, uh, morally, you, you know, they will provide it. But there's maybe also, a, you know, another bigger story, just in terms of um, if you think about it. Um, um, last year, we had a request um, um, <laughs> on Afghanistan. That um, South Africa's help was asked to to provide a. a a transitional support, you know, just to get a a woman who was targeted by the Taliban um, and and there was a request... um, to South Africa to bring them um, to South Africa just as a transition transit point, and from there they would go to Western countries. But South Africa actually declined. Um, I mean, of course, that was shocking, uh, but declined and said. Um, and I, I remember the Foreign Affairs uh, Department said, "Look, um, we don't have resources because we've got um, such a high unemployment. We've got a, a big housing program, uh, uh, sorry backlog, and that really was. I mean, um, I think it was just about most probably." 2030 um, high-profile um, women who were vulnerable um, um, for attack uh, by the Taliban. So now, uh, uh, um, so that was a quite interesting. The response from the South African government in that context. So, so what it means? It seems that a lot of our humanitarian support since 1994 has really been almost mostly been based on ideology and based on struggle credentials, not always based really on, let's just say, um, universal humanitarian values, but really more on struggle credentials um, and so on.
0: uh, Cruzelda, I'd, I'd like for you to come in here. I mean, you've been listening very patiently uh, to to the to the conversation so far. Now, you are a young South African, right? Uh, you you would not have been involved in the struggle and, and, and those kinds of things. Yeah, what what is your attitude towards the in, in in you know towards the controversy, you know, or rather towards the the donation that that our country was wanting to give to Cuba? Um.
2: First of all, hello everybody. Thank you for having me. Yes, I have been listening quite patiently to the conversation and my view i object to the donation just on the basis of i do not believe that in this year in south africa in the state that we are in as a country we we are able to donate like specifically donate so much money to to cuba like it maybe we could have helped in another way but i feel Again, that it's it's it does not make sense to an average South African like myself, a taxpayer like myself, to just you know hear, "Oh, we're going to give fifty million to Cuba, but I live next door to people that sometimes have to eat pub and sugar water, so how are we doing that, and why are we doing that? you know?
0: and as a as a young person you know what what i'm up to now you know before the controversy uh, broke out what what did you know about cuba's relationship with south africa
2: um not much really i mean just i i read news and i i know the headlines so the 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 one thing that i i you know that comes to mind whenever i hear cuba is the the the, the relationship with South Africa in which they would send students to, to Cuba, uh, to become doctors. I had a friend who got one of those opportunities to go there. So that's essentially what I know about our relationship. Of course, I understand that in the historical context going back into, you know, the fight for liberation and, 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 you know, freedom struggle, there, there may have been assistance from countries like Cuba. Um, however, it's, I don't know, you know, I don't know the, 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 issue in debt to such a point where I think it would help me justify why we would need to donate um, 50 million to them at this point mm, mm.
0: and and you're saying that the first time that you 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 became aware of the historical relationship would would have been now when, when you know when, when there were all these exchanges you know whether of uh, student doctors or, or or now with 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 the, with the donation
2: really um I, I could say that this is the first time I am really discussing it to a point where I have to go look for references because I mean never in school was I taught of it or i'm I'm talking university or even in in like lower primary high high school we don't discuss those type of things in class even when we do history, however, like I said, from you know the random headline and the random story that I would read or the random book of of some struggle hero or by a, a biography and I would you know pick up here and there that you know some somebody was being exiled and they went to Cuba or Cuba assisted somebody in in this or that, but it it was never really. Prominent,
0: I guess, in in conversations that I've had. Uh, Professor Kumedi, the, the, I I wanted to ask the the. Does it surprise you? You know, uh, Reiner mentioned that that uh, their court action got got support from from various quarters in, in in South Africa. But of course, there are people who support uh, the the donation to to Cuba. Uh, but does it sub- that, does it surprise you that? Uh, Th- that the donation itself has led to so much controversy no, and polarization talking. even. Uh,
1: No, it doesn't surprise me, um, given the fact where we are as a country and also the fact that people are really angry with the ANC government, you know, for lack of uh, service delivery and so on. And these kind of action, of course, there's a context um, to people's um, um, outrage. And you must also remember, I mean, we had a couple of controversies very recently, Um, you know, the South African military uh, bought a drug from Cuba to the tune of 1.2 million, um, a COVID-19 drug um called interferon. Now that drug wasn't proven um to have any effic- efficacy. Um, and they didn't, you know, they flout all the PM- PMFA, all kinds of um, rules, didn't ask for, for permission, um, and so on. And they just got away with this. And of course the president didn't do anything, government didn't do anything. <laughs> Um, it was exposed by the auditor, only by the auditor general after it was uh, already done. Um, I think in the context of that sort of wasteful expenditure, um, fruitless expenditures and possibly even corruption, um, that is the context really. So, I, you know, it's, it's, it's not out of the blue. And of, of course, also, even before that, the controversy of South Africa, um importing civil engine or engineers generally to come and work in, a mun- in in failing municipalities um from Cuba. now this is a context of it's the aNC who's been running local government and it it's the aNC who's been causing um um the chaos that local government. Um, and so on. There's also the ANC government that haven't been using our own civil engineer or engineers. I and mean, we got many engineers in the country who are unemployed, looking for jobs. And, you know, they haven't been given jobs and then jobs are being imported. So I think that is the context um, of it. Um, so it was almost like, you know, what do you say, you know, um, lightning, um, it's like a, a, a match. Um, lighting in the tinders, uh, Yeah.
2: I'm saying, I, I actually feel like, I mean, to to most people that I've spoken to, it just feels like there's a comrade that we like that side who we're just sending money to. It just feels like another way to just steal money from hardworking South Africans in a way. And I mean, they could justify it again with the historical context. They helped us when we needed them and why don't we extend a hand? But again, it's, the bigger thing is how are you extending you know, help so far when your own house is a mess? Would you take your last 50 rent when there's no meal in your house and then go give it to your neighbors or your friends because they helped you way back when, when you needed to rent? That's just, it does not make sense. It's like, give the people here at home food. I mean, we just, not even out of a pandemic, we're still trying to find a way to 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 live normally again, um, and even during the pandemic, food parcels were stolen. Um, people were promised food parcels. I can say because I've 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 been in in a village in Limpopo where there's always been talk of food parcels, but we never saw any. Like all along, so it means even if they arrived, somebody, somebody took them and corruption did its thing. So it, it's like the people never got food, but you still want to take fifty million and donate, not even. Borrow, or even loan them, or
0: whatever the case may be. That's just illogical. Uh, uh, Rainer, just, just, just lastly, before we, before we wrap up, some, some, someone might, might, might argue that uh, every country needs friends, and that if, if South Africa uh, is known as the country that never stands by its friends, then soon enough we might find we don't have too many friends left.
3: No, no. I think that's not, uh, and I don't think that really summarizes the, the the situation. I don't think it's an accurate representation. Listen, um, yeah, we, of course, any country needs to 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 have, uh, we have to have good international relations, but um, a country's first responsibility is to its own citizens. It's to make sure that uh, when you have an unemployment rate of thirty-five percent, when you have uh, sixty murders a day, one hundred fifty-three cases of rape a day, that you solve those problems before, before you start handing out, out these much-needed funds. So um, let's look at our, our own problems and uh, solve these problems and, and improve the lives of the people who are suffering in this country. It's a great tragedy that's what, what is happening in this country. And let's solve our own problems, and then we can start thinking about donating funds to other countries.
0: Yeah. Uh, Professor Kumeche, the last word goes to you. The, the, what what posture internationally do do you think we should be taking you know in order to retain our our credibility as a member of the of the global community you know when you started out you made the comparisons you know i mean you 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 spoke about the afghanistan uh, position you spoke about cuba you spoke about in part about about ukraine so so what, what where would you like us where would you like to see us sitting in terms of how we relate with with, with the global community
1: I mean, it's, it will be very important when we provide humanitarian support that we provide it um, not based on ideology and on past struggle credentials, um, you know, that we, we, we provide it um, because um, people need it desperately. And sometimes we may have to tighten our belt to 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 help and support others. And secondly, you know, when we when we provide help or um, or we also have to do it in such a way that it promotes our own economic development and our own economic growth and also peace in our own country. For example, when we supported Russia or or when we remain neutral with Russia, um, the consequences of the Russian Ukraine war, of course, is really directly impacting on us because, you know, it's it, it, it increased prices, oil prices, um, you know, inflation of agricultural products and increased in prices here at home. And then people are hungry and people are angry at home because, you know, taxi fares, transport fares are high, food basic food prices are high. And then people protest and then create instability in the country. So that, that kind of support, support of you know, causes and countries abroad that actually may backfire um, on us really doesn't make um, um, sense um, at, at
0: all. Okay, uh, I see we just about uh, run out of time. Uh, let's wrap it up here for this week on the Sunday Times Politics Weekly and uh, to thank our guests, Professor William Kumete, Associate Professor at the School of Governance at VETS uh, who was joined uh, by Reina Duvenage, uh, who is the AfriForum Campaign Manager as well as uh, Arena Journalist Chriselda uh, Kekana. Uh, I'd like to thank you all uh, for your time. Much appreciated. And by way for a podcast of this conversation you can go to iona.fm spotify google podcast apple podcast or wherever you prefer to source your podcasts i'm mike siluma until next time do remember to stay safe sanitize wear the mask and avoid crowded places